Welcome to the Grow Your Independent Consulting Business Podcast. I'm Melissa Lieberman, a fellow IC and business coach. On this podcast, I teach you to become a consistently booked independent consultant without becoming a pushy salesperson or working 24-7. If I can do it, you can too. Listen on to find out how. Welcome to episode number two of the podcast. I'm so excited you've come back to join me. Today, I would love to focus on something I hear so often from other independent consultants. They don't simply have time to balance business development with the delivery of the projects for their current clients. So the question today is, how do I make time for my business development in the middle of my working day, in the middle of the client projects that I'm delivering against? So I want to share with you three techniques that can help you make sure that you're balancing both working on your business and working in your business so that you don't have a dry pipeline next time you need to add a new client. Here's what I commonly hear from other consultants. You tell me if this relates to you. The biggest regret that I hear is people saying to me, you know, Melissa, I really regret now that I dove right into that project. I didn't look back. I didn't come up for air. I wanted to do the very best for my clients. And I just didn't make the time to continue working on my pipeline, on my networking, on my business development activities. I didn't make it a priority. I know in hindsight, I could have done both somehow, but I realize now that I prioritize that client 110% and my business was 0%. That's my biggest regret. I hear that so often. I also hear I can't find time to fit in business development. The projects I'm working on are so time consuming. I barely have enough time for my personal life, let alone business development. The other thing that I hear, which then leads to the regret, is I'll start focusing on my finding my next client when this project end date is closer. So if the project is due to end in June, I'm going to start that business development in May. And then when it gets to May, they start panicking because there's just simply not enough time to get it all done, to get projects in in the queue, to get work in the pipeline so that you don't have a gap in revenue and ultimately your income. But the truth is you do have time. We all have time for what we prioritize. I'm not saying to you that you have four hours a day to work on this. And of course, I would never recommend that anyway, because there's not the return on on the time invested but you do have 30 minutes. You can make 30 minutes. And I'm going to show you how today. If you feel like that's not possible, Melissa, I don't know what you're talking about. This doesn't apply to me. It can apply to you and it has to apply to you. If you're going to be a successful independent consultant running a successful business, you have to figure out a way to make this apply to you. Most of the time we say that business development isn't a priority because at the end of the day, it's uncomfortable. So it's much easier to defer to what we're really good at, delivering for our customers against our projects, and using the excuse of time to really cover over the fact that we're uncomfortable doing business development. We feel like we don't know where to start. We feel like we're bad at it. We're introverted. 
that is futile. Whatever you're thinking about business development, and usually they're not good thoughts, knowing you as and most independent consultants, that's what's creating the barrier. And then time is just a facade to say, oh, right, you don't have enough time. There's not enough hours in the day. All of those things that feel so justified. But at the end of the day, it's about really, truly being uncomfortable and not prioritizing the business development, whatever that version is of uncomfortableness to you, and then not doing it. And so just first of all, this is human nature, right? We don't do things that are uncomfortable. Our brain is programmed to do things that we feel comfortable with, that we feel good with, good at. The things that we feel like we're going to get a gold star, right? And get that sense of achievement. We don't do things that don't give us an immediate return, like business development often doesn't give us an immediate return. And on top of that, for most of us, it makes us feel uncomfortable and awkward. So of course, as a human, we're going to avoid it. So let's just take a moment to take away the excuse of time being a barrier to working on business development consistently and recognize that most likely for you and everyone I've met who I've talked with about this, as we peel back the onion, it always comes down to this is not comfortable. This feels awkward. I don't feel like it's going to lead anywhere. And as a result, it doesn't become a priority. So that is the reason why most of us are not working consistently on business development. It's not because of the time. But let's just say you need to find more time to carve out to make business development a priority. I want to help you with that today. So it can be as simple as these three questions. I'm going to walk you through these, and it's going to give you a roadmap to create the time to create the level of comfort so that you can create a business development routine that is consistent and where you have an endless supply of potential work and you don't ever have to be nervous again that you're going to have a gap. You're going to have to go back to corporate even though you don't want to. So the first question that I would love for you to ask yourself is, how do I already know what to do to yield the best results? Most of us think there's some kind of fancy, complicated strategy that we aren't even aware of yet. We better go do some research to figure out what it is so that we can have a successful consulting project, business rather. It is not about a fancy, complicated strategy. It's about creating a simple, executable routine that you'll execute on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, that you know yields results. And you already know how to do this. You have a project right now, or you have opportunities in the pipeline if you haven't yet landed your first project. I work with clients who have been unemployed for a while. They get going on a strategy of literally talking to other human beings is the strategy and land projects within a week or two. This is so possible for you. So ask yourself, how do I already know what to do to yield the best results? It will help you overcome that confusion, the confusion that stops you from making business development a priority. Another good way to kind of measure whether these results are coming to fruition is right now, if you have no pipeline, look back 90 days. What were you doing 90 days ago? You know, I was just giving an example where a client, and it's happened to many clients, they do start networking and within a couple of weeks have projects in their queue. 
And that's very, very common. But for a lot of us who have been working longer and been an independent consultant longer and maybe have already harvested that low-hanging fruit, one good measure for you is to look back 90 days ago. What were you doing from a business development perspective? If you have projects in the queue, do more of that. If you don't have projects in the queue, then know that you want to continue this work so that 90 days from now, you're going to have that endless pipeline of activity because you've built up the work. You've built up the consistency. So again, it may not take you 90 days. For many people, it takes just a couple of weeks. But knowing that when you look back, what have I done 90 days ago up until now? And what kind of results am I yielding? I want to do more of that if my pipeline is really robust or even minimal, right? I want to do more of it to make my pipeline robust. And if you don't have a robust pipeline right now, ask yourself the question, how do I already know what to do to yield the best results? The second question is, how can I make time? How can I carve out the time to make business development a priority? Because I am a business owner now. I'm not an employee. I'm not beholden to do everything the client is telling me that's taking me 50, 60 hours a week. I can set boundaries with the client. I can set expectations with the client. I can say no. I can delegate. There's so many different methods if you choose to make business development a priority. And literally, this can mean 30 minutes a day. This can mean 45 minutes a day. This is not carving out an entire afternoon every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, right? So figure out what your plan is, first of all. One thing I love to do is on Sundays, plan out the business development time. Might be four o'clock every day, or it might be different slots on different days, whatever it looks like for you. And then make a list of what you're going to do on each one of those days for business development. So you don't have the obstacle of, I don't know what I'm going to do. And therefore, you just skip over that block and move on to something that does feel familiar, your consulting work. So create basically a plan that is a no-fail plan. I know I'm going to reach out to these people in my network. I know that I'm going to add these people to my network. I know I'm going to book these calls, whatever that looks like for you. I'm going to host a webinar. I'm going to post on LinkedIn. There's so many different methods, right? So make that plan for yourself. I like to set aside either Sunday or Monday to make that plan. Then I have a roadmap for the rest of the week that I can execute against and decrease those barriers where I tell myself, or you're probably doing this too, I don't have time. I'll do that tomorrow. So one method that I love to use and recommend is what I call the four by three RAM method. It sounds kind of like an animal <laughs> or a ramrod, I don't know, but it's actually just very simple. So basically what it is, think of a matrix. So the four stands for four days of the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You can pick any day you want. Let's just use those as an example. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Those are the four in the four by three RAM method. And then the RAM is reconnect. Who are you going to reconnect with in your network? Maybe someone you know really well or someone you don't even know, but is in your LinkedIn network. Who are you going to reconnect with? That's number one. So on Tuesday, who are you going to reconnect with? On Wednesday, who are you going to reconnect with? It's a matrix. And then the A in the RAM method is attract. How are you going to attract opportunity to you? Are you going to post on LinkedIn? 
articles that are relevant that set you aside as a thought leader? Are you going to host a webinar for potentially someone in your industry that's an organization in your industry that would be attracting your target market? Are you going to go out and comment on LinkedIn to potential buyers of your services? Those are three examples of what attract might look like. And then meet four days a week, right? Four times three. Who are you going to meet in your target company list, for example? your target prospect list, for example. Who might you want to meet on that day, four days a week, in order to continue building and augmenting your network? What's the name of the person or what's the role of the person and the company? So that this four by three RAM method creates a roadmap for you to follow and overcomes that barrier of feeling like I don't have enough time, I don't know what to do, I'll just gravitate towards something I do know how to do. Now you have a roadmap and you've set aside the time on a day-to-day basis. So there's no excuses for you not following through for 30 minutes a day. So hopefully that plan feels very actionable and doable and gets you into consistent routine that you'll actually follow versus just telling yourself generically, I need to do business development. I better carve out some time. That's way too broad and it'll never happen as you've probably experienced, right? So make it very specific. And you can use this four by three RAM method to do that. And then thirdly, how can you ask yourself the third question, which is how can I be consistent? This goes back to what I was saying in the beginning. We oftentimes, almost always, actually not oftentimes, almost always avoid what's uncomfortable. It's not about time. It's about the fact that we feel uncomfortable. We're afraid of rejection. We're afraid of failure. We don't want to be overwhelmed right now in this moment, even though we know that ultimately we're going to feel overwhelmed if we don't have a project in two months. All of that discomfort is going to be in existence regardless of what plan you put in place. And so plan ahead for that. Know that when you sit down to do that block of time, whatever you set out for the week, that you're not going to want to do it. You're going to tell yourself, I don't have enough time or I've got higher priorities right now, or this such and such is on fire at the client. I've got to focus on that. I'll do this tomorrow. But you know, and I know that that's the excuse that comes out almost all the time. And it can't always be a fire. It can't always be, I've got to do this for the client. It can certainly be that 1% of the time, but not 99% of the time. 99% of the time, you should be able to have a plan and follow it and know that it's not going to be comfortable and plan ahead for that. Know that you're going to be afraid. Know that you're going to feel resistance. Know that you're going to feel overwhelmed and plan ahead that that's going to happen and commit to yourself that you're going to do the thing that you planned anyway, regardless of how it feels. And as you do that over and over again, four days a week, for example, in the method I gave you, you start to build up that muscle that it becomes less uncomfortable. You probably never go away that it's somewhat uncomfortable, but you can certainly lessen that through commitment and consistency. So no matter what discomfort is coming up, make a commitment to yourself that you're going to follow through and know too what is your restart plan. For a lot of us, we don't want to have a restart plan because then that's going to acknowledge that we might not be perfect. I know for me, for example, I don't want to set up something in the beginning that acknowledges I might not be perfect because I feel like it's opening the door to not be perfect. 
And we certainly shouldn't open the door to not being perfect is what my brain tells me. But at the end of the day, we know two things. Number one, this is not going to be comfortable. And number two, we're probably not going to be perfect. We can't go to from zero to 60 in a new routine and be perfect. Maybe you can, and I totally applaud you for that. But if you're not able to do that, and you've got to work up to it and build the muscle, then you've got to also have a plan for restarting if it's not perfect. Make a protocol for yourself. If I miss a day, what are you going to do? Are you going to just get back on track and make sure you do the other three days that week? Are you going to double up the next day? What does it look like for you if you miss a day? What is your protocol going to be? In that RAM method I gave you, there's only four days in the week. So you can certainly use the fifth day as a wild card to catch up if something happened as you build the routine and the consistency. So that's another benefit of structuring it that way. So in recap, in order to make sure that you're building out the time to work both in your business as well as on your business and that you're constantly cultivating your pipeline, you can leverage these three questions that I gave you. Number one, how do I already know what to do to yield the best results? You can overcome that confusion of, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to best do this. You definitely know. And if you ask yourself that question, I do this all the time with my clients. I ask them that question. They always come up with an answer when just a few minutes before they've told me they were confused or didn't know what to do. So always ask yourself that question. How do I already know what to do to yield the best results? What is that? As simple as possible. And then number two, how can I make time? How can I make time, carve out time in my week in order to have a consistent business development process and leverage that four by three RAM method I gave you? Reconnect, attract, and meet. Build out the plan for the week so that you have a roadmap and it reduces the obstacles that you have as they always come up during the course of the week, right? And then the third way to do it is ask yourself, how can I be consistent? Ask yourself, how am I going to plan ahead that this is going to feel awkward? I'm, I'm going to tell myself I'm introverted and how am I going to keep going anyway? Ask yourself, what is my protocol when I have to restart if things didn't go perfectly? And then follow that. So hopefully this process is really helpful for you. You start building out the time required to be both a business owner and a consultant. As a result, your business will continue to thrive and flourish and grow. I look forward to seeing you again next week. Thanks for joining me this week on the Grow Your Independent Consulting Business podcast. If you liked today's episode, I have three quick next steps for you. First, click subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to make sure you don't miss future episodes. Next, leave me a review in your podcast app so other independent consultants can find and benefit too. And finally, to put the ideas from today's episode into action, head over to melissalieberman.com for the show notes and more resources to help you grow your consulting practice from your first few projects into a full-fledged business. See you next week.